Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and before we get into this episode, I wanted to remind you to check out our other Western podcasts released daily by going to otrwesterns.com or searching OTR Westerns in your podcast app of choice. I also wanted to invite you to check out our other podcast channel releasing non-Western shows by going to otnetcast.com or by searching otnetcast in your podcast app of choice. Now let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Challenge of the Yukon, original air date September 29th, 1950, and the title is Dog Crazy. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, as howling winds echo across the snow-covered reaches of the wild northwest, the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice, the delicious cereal shot from guns, in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System, present by special recording, Sergeant Preston of the Yukon. <laughs> 
It's Yukon King, swiftest and strongest lead dog of the Northwest, breaking the trail for Sergeant Preston of the Northwest Mounted Police in his relentless pursuit of lawbreakers. And bring on you, Hussey. Gold, gold discovered in the Yukon. A stampede to the Klondike in the wild race for riches. Back to the days of the gold rush. And the adventures of Sergeant Preston and his wonder dog, Yukon King, as they meet the challenge of the Yukon. Today is the day for a fire. Might be the slogan for an arsonist. But it happens to be a statement of fact. One fire every 20 seconds kills over 12,000 persons annually in this country. Don't give a fire a place to start in your home. More than 90% of fires in the home are through carelessness. A big factor around the house is the proper use of electricity. For the safety of your family and children, remember these four rules. One, don't use oversized fuses. 15 amperes is the size most household circuits require. Two, don't try to run too many appliances from one outlet. Three, keep electric cords and appliances in good repair, and have those repairs made by a qualified electrician. Don't ever trust them to a home handyman. And four, when you buy electrical equipment, make sure it has passed laboratory tests for fire and shock safety. Guard against fire in your home by using electricity wisely and safely. This message is brought to you as a public service. Tommy Chatham had come to the Yukon with his father, Waldo Chatham, a rich mining expert whose company owned several gold mines in the territory. Although his father intended Tommy to follow in his footsteps and become a mining engineer, Tommy himself had other ideas. He was extremely fond of dogs, and while staying in Dawson City, he spent almost every spare moment of his time in the company of Scotty McCracken, a veteran dog trainer employed by the Northwest Mounted Police. One morning, he was talking to Scotty just outside the dog run in back of Bobby Headquarters. You're going to take those two new dogs out again today, Mr. McCracken? Aye, laddie, that I am. They'll need a wee bit more experience yet before they're really broken in the darkness. May I come along with you? Aye, you're welcome to come. Um, that is, if your dad will not have Oh, he won't mind it. At least I hope he won't. Oh, look, here comes Sergeant Preston. Mm. No, there's a man that really knows dogs. Hi, Sergeant Preston. Oh, Tommy. Hello, King, old fella. I wish I had a dog as nice as you. You will not find another dog like King in the whole North Country, Tommy. Not at any price. You seem to take quite an interest in dogs, Tommy. Got he been showing you how he trains, Huston, for sled work? Oh, yes, sir. Mr. McCracken is going to take me out on the trail today. He's breaking two new huskies into harness. Is this Aye. They're going to make a fine pair of sled dogs. Well, how about letting me hitch up the king? Hmm. <laughs> Go ahead, lad. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Hey, Tundra. Tundra. <laughs> 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 uh, he's got the makings of a real dog handler, that lad. Yes, the dog certainly acts as though they like him. Look, Scotty. Huh? What's the matter, Sergeant? It comes the person we were talking about a little while ago. Waldo uh, Chatham? Yes, his father. In a bad temper, too, if you look at his face. Oh, no, I know the lodging for it. 
Don't check. Yes. Eagle's just alone to come here. I said, come here. Oh, see you, McNabb or McTelly. My name is McCracken. Well, whatever it is. And kindly keep your voice down. I am not hard of hearing. From now on, I don't want my boy hanging around your compound kennels. You understand? Oh. Well, thank you to remember the same thing, Sergeant. There's no law against a boy liking dogs. Well, there should be. Ever since we arrived in Yukon, it seems that all he can think about is dogs. He's dog crazy. That's what he is. Gosh, Dad, I was just fixing up a team. Mr. McCracken was going to take me out on the trail with him today while he breaks in a couple of new sled dogs. Wouldn't you let me go with him, please? No, by thunder, I wouldn't. Learning how to handle huskies is a useful accomplishment if you're expecting to spend any time up here. You're probably correct. He can hire other people to drive his dog sledge. Now then, young man, I'm giving you fair warning. Next time I catch you hanging around these kennels, I'm going to give you the worst crash of your life. Now, is that clear? Yes. Another thing, Sergeant, while I'm here, I'd like to lodge a complaint. Huh? Complaint about what? You know a man called Zip Bartley. Slightly. He owns a small mine on Squaw Creek. He did own it. Belongs to me now. How so? A few months ago, the mine appeared to be playing out, and Bartley was running into debt. So he sold the property to my company. Since then, we've struck a new vein. Now the mine is yielding rich deposits of ore. Well? Well, Bartley is curious because he sold out too soon. So he's spreading the story around that I swindled him and making all sorts of threats to get even with me. If you ask me, the man is half crazed. You know where I can find him? Well, from what I hear, he spent most of his time hanging around a place called the Sourdough Haven. All right, I'll have a talk with him. I'll do that, and the sooner the better. As for you, young man, you're coming along with me. Goodbye, Sergeant Preston. Goodbye, Mr. McCracken. Bye, Tommy. So long, Randy. Bye, King. Dad, what did you mean when you said you were going to make a trip out of town? Just exactly what I said. There's been reports of a new gold strike up on the Peel River. I'm going up there with Fremont, my mining supervisor, to look things over. We'll be starting as soon as you can hire another dog, Musher. Am I going along with you? You certainly are. The trip will give you valuable field experience. And what's more, it'll keep you away from those confounded police kennels. When Waldo Chatham arrived back at the headquarters of his mining company, he called Fremont, the field supervisor, into his office. The clerk said you wanted to see him, Mr. Chatham. Yes, I do. It's about that trip up to the Peel River. How much longer is it going to take to hire another driver? Just hired a man a day, sir. Huh? Tell him name's Joe Lima. Rather a tough-looking customer, but I think you ought to be a good man on the trail. That's fine. How soon can we leave? I've made all the arrangements, sir. We can leave first thing in the morning. Excellent, excellent. At that same moment, the man called Joe Lima was entering the Sourdough's Haven, a combination cafe and hotel. He walked up to a table where a bearded, middle-aged man with deep-set, fiercely burning eyes was waiting for him. Well, how about it, Lena? Did he hire you? Uh, sure, Rocky. I got the job. Now, how about kicking through with that first payment you promised me? All right. Here you go. Five hundred dollars. That'll be a thousand more when the job's finished. Uh, thanks, Bartley. How soon are you starting out? You're leaving first thing in the morning. How many will be going along in the pocket? Uh, four altogether. Besides me, there'll be a guy named Fremont. He's the one that hired me. And there'll be Chatham himself and his young kid. How many sleds? Two. I'll drive one and Fremont will be driving the other. Chatham and the kid will drive. <laughs> good, good. We won't make a move till you get out in the wilderness. A good long ways from the nearest settlement. Now, here's the way we'll work. 
I'll be trading along after. As Zeb Bartley explained his scheme, his eyes glowed with a fanatical hatred. He was still talking earnestly when Joe Lima suddenly nudged his arm. Hey, hey, hold it a minute, Bartley. Huh? What's the matter? Here comes the money. Well, howdy, Sergeant. Hello, Zeb. You want to see me about something? Yes. I understand you've been making some threats against Waldo Chatham. I reckon I've tucked him out a bit. I'm talking about threats. I'd like to break the dirty skunk's neck. I don't deny that. Pointed me out of my mind. That's what he did. According to Chatham, your mind seemed to be played out and you were running into debt. So you stole the mind of his company. Sure. He took advantage of the fact that I needed money. But he was smart. Plenty smart. He knew all the time that the vein wasn't played out. Look, Zeb, selling the mine was your idea, not Chatham. Well, what difference does that make? Makes a lot of difference. You admit you offered the mine for sale, and Chatham paid the price you asked. That's no swindle. It's a fair and honest business deal. Besides, you needed money at the time. What do you think you'd have done if Chatham hadn't been willing to buy the mine? That's my business. I don't know why you have to come poking your nose into this affair anyway. It's police business any time one man makes threats against another. What are you planning to do? Well, there's not much I can do, I reckon. What about those threats? Well, I was just talking, that's all. Well, you'd better tone down your talk. Otherwise, Chatham will have grounds for legal action against you. All right, all right. Come along, then. Hey, I don't like the way he was talking, Zeb. Now, don't worry about him. Matter of fact, it's a good thing he showed up. How do you figure? When Preston leaves here, he'll go back and tell Chatham he's got nothing to worry about. That'll put Chatham off guard. But when he's out on the trail, he's going to find out he made a mighty big mistake. We'll continue our adventure in just a moment. Say, wouldn't the kids in your neighborhood wish they were in your shoes if you saw a baseball home run king in person and saw him smash a homer right out of the ballpark? Golly, nothing beats the fun at a ballpark. The game, the crowds, the hot dogs, peanuts, and soda pops. Come on, kids. Come out to the ball game as guests of your favorite team. If you are 12 years or younger and can bring a paying adult like mom or dad, grab a pencil and paper quick to get a free baseball ticket, tear off a box top from a package of Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice or Muppet shredded wheat. Send with your name and address to Baseball, Box 5205, Chicago 77, Illinois. Go often and see baseball's big hitters in person. For each ticket, send a box top from Quaker Popped Wheat or Popped Rice or Muffet Shredded Wheat. You get two free tickets with a guarantee seal from Quaker Paco 10. We'll give you the address now and again later in the program. Now write it down. Baseball, Box 5205, Chicago 77, Illinois. Now to continue. When Waldo Chatham and his party left Dawson City and headed northeast toward the Peel River District, it didn't take long for Tommy to make friends with the Huskies. His favorite was Fremont's lead dog, a silver-gray Malamute called Chitlu. On the second night out... Tommy watched with interest as Fremont appeared to feed his team. Mr. Fremont? Yes, Tommy. Would you please let me feed Chickaloo tonight? Feed Chickaloo? <laughs> say, you kind of like that dog, don't you? Oh, I'll say I do. He's not a very friendly dog, Tommy. He's inclined to snap at strangers. Tell you the truth, I don't think he'll take meat from anyone but me. Well, let me try. Just one. Yeah, well, all right. Here's a piece of caribou meat you can offer. Oh, thanks a lot. Here, Chickaloo. 
Yes, now, Tom. Don't make any sudden moves during my snap. Come on, Chicklu. Don't be scared. It's a nice piece of meat just for you. Sure, that's the boy. I'm your friend, Chicklu. Here, take a bite. Well, I'll be happy. He's eating right out of your hand. Oh, sure, I knew he would. I thunder, Tommy. You must have a wayward dog. First time I've ever seen Chicklu make up to anyone but me. He sure is a fine dog. Oh, I... oh uh, here comes your father. Unfounded old oh, Tommy. Are you fooling with these dogs again? Oh, I'm just feeding Chicklu. Well, stop feeding him. I told you once before I brought you up to the Yukon to learn the mining business. Not to play nursemaid to a bunch of mutts. No one let Fremont and Lima tend their own huskies. Do you understand? Yes. Dog crazy. That's what you are. Dog crazy. following day, back in Dawson City, Sergeant Preston was called into the office of Inspector Conrad at Mounted Police Headquarters. Sergeant, just had word from the American authorities in Alaska to be on the lookout for a man named Joe Lima. What's he wanted for, sir? Tempted murder. Here's a circular on him that they sent me. Huh? Shows his picture. What? Inspector, I've seen this man. In Dawson? Yes, sir. At the Sourdough's Haven. He's talking to Zeb Bartley. Was he living there? Well, I'm not sure, sir. When I saw him, he was in the cafe downstairs. Well, you'd better get over there right away, Sergeant, and check up on him. If you find him, take him into custody. Right, sir. Come along, Jim. When Sergeant Preston arrived at the Sourdough's Haven, he questioned the proprietor, Philo Sullivan. Sure, and I know Lima well. He was living here up till a couple of days ago, giving that crap card, Zip Bartley. You mean they were rooming together? Yeah, that's right. They had a room upstairs. Any idea where Lima's gone? Well, now, let me see... He mentioned something about getting a job with the Chatham Mining Company. Chatham Mining Company? Tell me, is Bartley still here? No, he checked out too. In fact, him and Lima left together. Stop to think of it. I remember Bartley loaded up his sled with supplies. As though he intended to leave town. Thanks, Philo. You've helped a lot. Come on, King. <laughs> Half an hour later, the sergeant reported back to Inspector Conrad. Any luck, Sergeant? I didn't find Lima, sir, but I found out where he's gone. He's left town? Yes, sir. He was hired as a dog musher by the Chatham Mining Company. Clerk of the company office told me he headed out two days ago for the Peel River. Alone? No, sir. He and another employee were driving Waldo Chatham and his son. I'm afraid Lima may be up to something. What do you mean, Sergeant? Before Lima took this job, sir, he was rooming with Zeb Bartley. Zeb Bartley? The man who threatened Chatham's life? That's right, sir. When Lima checked out of the Sourdough's Haven, Bartley left with him. In view of Lima's record, I'm wondering if the two of them may not be planning something against Chatham. It certainly sounds possible. Can you locate Bartley? No, sir. When he left the Haven, his sled was loaded with supplies. Did you find out what route the party was taking to the Peel River? Yes, sir. I found out from the company clerk. You'd better leave right away, Sergeant. They have a two-day start on you. So you'll have to hit the trail hard. Right, sir. Let's go, King. <laughs> day after day, the Chatham party continued mushing to the northeast until finally the last settlement had been left far behind. No one in the party except Joe Lima realized that the half-crazed miner, Zeb Bartley, was dogging their trail. One night after all the others had gone to sleep, Lima crept away from camp for a rendezvous with Bartley. Well, how about it, Bartley? We're going far enough? Yeah. I reckon this is far enough from any settlement. Here, take this little bottle. What's in it? Knockout drops. Tomorrow night when they make camp, slip this into the coffee. Don't go drinking any of it yourself. <laughs> Don't worry about that. As soon as they're dead to the world, give me a wolf howl as a signal. I'll come and join you. Right. 
On the morning after Lima had drugged their coffee, Tommy Chatham regained consciousness to find his father shaking him frantically. Tommy, wake up, you Wake up, Jim. What's the matter? Everything's a matter. Fremont and Lima are gone. We're all alone. We're stranded. Huh? And all the supplies have been taken, too. The camp is cleaned out. That's awful. Awful. It's a catastrophe. We will starve to death out in this blasted wilderness. That is, if we don't freeze to death first. But don't get frightened now, son. Try, try to get a grip on yourself. Remember, getting in a panic won't do us any good. Well, I'm not getting in a panic, Dad. What about the sleds and dog fields? Yeah, Lima's outfit is gone. Fremont's sled is still here, but his dog has been turned loose. Are the dogs still around? Two or three of them. They're skulking up beyond the edge of camp. If we can round up a team, maybe we can make it back to the nearest settlement. No, no, it's no use. I've tried to call them. But the confounded much won't pay any attention to them. Let me try. After pulling on the rest of his clothes, Tommy hurried to scout out the situation. He saw two of the huskies prowling nervously back and forth through the trees a short distance from camp. That one's Chicklew. The other one's Jake. Hey, Chicklew! Hey! Hey, you huskies! That's it, Chicklew. Come on, fella. You too, Jake. In answer to Tommy's pleas, the huskies trotted obediently toward the camp. Good, dogs. I knew you'd come. Good old Chicklew. How are you, Jake? Hey, I don't understand it. They wouldn't come when I called them. Because they know me better. Now, listen, Dad. Jake's one of the wheel dogs. Yeah. He goes right next to the sled on the left-hand side. You go ahead and hitch him up. I'll go out with Chick Lou and try to round up the rest of the team. Well, all right. Come on, you, Jake, whatever your name is. Oh, take all of his collar, Dad. Yeah. Are, you, are you sure it's safe? Of course it's safe. He won't hurt you. Oh, that's it. All right, Chick Lou, come on. continue our adventure in just a moment. He took a mighty swing at that ball. It's down the right field line into the stands. Oh, it's fouled by a foot. But some boy is sure lucky he caught that ball. What a souvenir. Say, kids, wouldn't you like to be out at the ball game and maybe catch one of those balls? Golly, everything in a baseball game is fun. The crowds, the eat, the excitement. Come out to the ballpark as guest of your favorite team. Yes, see the game free if you are 12 years or younger. Just bring your mom or dad a paying adult. To get a free baseball ticket, send your name and address with a box top from Quaker Puffed Wheat or Quaker Puffed Rice or Muffet Shredded Wheat. Send to Baseball, Box 5205, Chicago 77, Illinois. Get as many tickets as you want. Details are on every ticket. For each ticket, send a box top from Quaker Pop Wheat or Rice or Muffet Shredded Wheat. You get two tickets at one time with a guarantee seal from Quaker Pacotan. Send to Baseball, Box 5205, Chicago 77, Illinois. Send right away. Half an hour later, Tommy returned with the rest of the team at his heels. He found his father still vainly trying to hitch up Jake. Hell, in blazes, you harness one of these dogs. Oh, that's easy. I'll show you. It wasn't long before Tommy had the whole team hitched up and ready to start. Hey, send this sudden one. Get on the sled and I'll get the team started. Well, maybe you'd better let me handle the team, Dad. Uh, well, maybe you're right. 
You're set then? Oh, shit, then. All right. Light him up, Dick. As Tommy and his father headed back in the direction of Dawson City, neither spoke the thoughts that were uppermost in their minds. They knew that it would take more than three days' travel to reach the nearest settlement, and that without food or matches, there was only a slim chance of reaching it safely. At that moment, far ahead of them, Barkley and Lima were preparing to dispose of Fremont. The latter was still unconscious from the effects of the drugs. All right, get on time and dump them off right here. I still don't savvy why we had to haul him all this distance. Why didn't we leave him back there with the other two? Fremont's an old-timer in the snow country. He knows how to take care of himself. If we left him back there, he might have rounded up the team and made it back to the nearest settlement. Juarez mm, left it themselves, scared him and the kid will be helpless, is that it? Sure. Helpless as baby. Someone's coming along the trail. Holy oh, mackerel. Come on, let's march up that ridge. Stay out of sight yeah. and go by. Much with you. Oh, much with you. A short time later, peering down from their hiding place on the ridge, the two men saw the traveler passing along the trail below. I thunder to Molly. Not just a Molly, it's Sergeant Preston. I can tell by the big lead dog running ahead of the team. Okay, if he keeps going in the same direction, we find Chatham with the kid. You'd better trail after him and find out what happened. And what about Fremont? We'll take him along with us. I have an idea. Such as what? If Preston does rescue Chatham and the kid, we'll have to get rid of the whole bunch of them. And we can make it look as though Fremont did it. Oh. We'll plug him through at close range, so there'll be powder burns on the wound. And we'll put the gun in his hand with four bullets gone from the cylinder. Yeah, now I'm beginning to get it. The bodies are found. It'll look as though Fremont went for search, shot the others, and then turned the gun on himself. <laughs> My thunder, that's a mighty smart idea. Unaware that the crooks were following him, Sergeant Preston continued to mush northeast in pursuit of the Chatham party. Late that afternoon, he encountered Tommy and his father heading back toward the nearest settlement. After hearing their story, he built a campfire in a sheltered spot off the trail and cooked them a nourishing meal. When the meal was over, Waldo Chatham remarked, That's the best meal I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah, same here. Well, you enjoyed it. So, sir, I'd still like to know just what happened back there, Chad. I don't think there's much mystery about it. Bartley paid Lima to drug you, leave you in the wilderness. What about Fremont? They probably took him away and dumped him somewhere on the assumption that you'd be helpless without him. I didn't realize that Tommy here was so handy with dogs. <clears throat> yes, uh, I see what you mean. Hey, what's wrong with King, Sergeant? Look at the way his hair's bristling up. Must have caught a scent of some kind. I'd better investigate. Acts as though it's coming from that direction. The sergeant had taken just a few steps when his keen eyes detected a sudden movement on the hillside overlooking the camp. Someone's up there on the hill. Get down behind the sledge. The shots were all going wild, and the bullets seemed to be nearly spent as they plowed into the ground. Lucky for us who gave that warning, King. They started firing before they were close enough. Come on, boy. Where are you going, sergeant? Whoever's doing that shooting's up there among those trees. Going to try to flush them up. Moving cautiously between points of cover, the sergeant made his way bit by bit up the wooded hillside. When he had reached a point within effective range, he took careful aim and began firing. That took care of one of them, King. Go up and get the other boy. King needed no further instructions. He knew instinctively what his master wanted him to do. As the shots continued, he made his way silently up the slope, circling around among the trees. Suddenly, a scream of pain announced that the great dog had taken his quarry by surprise. 
Springing up from his place of cover, the sergeant rushed up the slope. As he reached the scene, he saw Joe Lima struggling desperately with King, while Deb Bartley lay sprawled out motionless on the ground. Help me, Marty! I'll take your gun first. The sergeant went to pick up Lima's gun. His back was turned to Zeb Barkley. At that moment, the half-crazed miner raised his head painfully. He started to roll into position for a shot at the Mountie. But Sergeant Preston heard the movement and whirled just in time. Oh, you look. Sorry, Bartley, but it's never a good idea to shoot a man in the back. All right, King, let the other one up now, boy. You two are under arrest in the name of the Crown. Later, when the sergeant had brought his prisoners down the hill and untied Fremont, who had been left lying on Bartley's sled a short distance away, Waldo Chatham remarked, Well, Sergeant, we certainly owe you a boat of cash. I'll tell the world we do. No need for that, but I'd certainly say that Tommy deserves some praise. You're right, Sergeant. Why, Sunday, Tommy, I'm, I'm mighty proud of you. If it hadn't been for you, I'd probably still be stranded back here. Indeed. From now on, you may spend as much time with dogs as you please. Oh, yeah. By the way, Fremont, how much will you take for that dog called Chico? I won't take any price for him, Mr. Chatham. Huh? But Tommy can have him as a friend. What? Oh, thanks a lot. Hey, Chico, did you hear that? From now on, you're going to be my dog. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, King, you've lost out, boy. From now on, Tommy will think Chicklu's the finest dog in the world. <laughs> yes, fellow, our work here is done. This case is closed. Weekends are wonderful when you stay tuned to Mutual. Gay entertainment to suit every member of your family puts bright sparkle into your days of fun and relaxation. For anyone who likes quiz games, and that includes just about everyone, there's the kind you like where you can sit back and see how close the contestants come to the answer. There's music, too, of course, on Mutual's weekend schedule. Lowbrow or highbrow, you can take your choice. From full-scale productions of your favorite operas and operettas with all-star singing and dramatic casts, to swing your partner sessions of real old-fashioned barn dance jamboree. You can take your choice on Mutual. Your need for late news headlines from the field of sports, as well as on the national and international scene, is not neglected on the weekend either. Fifteen-minute roundups plus brief five-minute digest come your way regularly. Gather your family around this weekend and enjoy entertainment on Mutual where there's something for everyone, all heard every weekend over most of these stations. These Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Adventures are brought to you every Monday through Friday at this time by the Quaker Oats Company, makers of Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice. The delicious cereals shot from guns. By special recording in cooperation with the Mutual Broadcasting System. They are a copyrighted feature of Sergeant Preston of the Yukon Incorporated. Created by George W. Trendle. Produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated. And directed by Fred Flowerday. The part of Sergeant Preston is played by Paul Sutton.
This is J. Michael wishing you goodbye, good luck, and good health from Quaker Pop Wheat and Quaker Pop Rice. So long. This is Mutual, radio network for all America. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This has been a presentation of OTRWesterns.com. And we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share-like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and thanks for listening.